everyone. Welcome to episode 143, Rubric Parenting. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. Hey y'all, so whenever Grady comes home with a project, like a science fair project, or he had to make a robot a couple weeks ago, and he just came home with a science fair project, there's always a rubric to let him know how to perform and what to do and what the teachers are going to be looking for. So he can kind of gauge of like, what's important? How many points is it worth? Okay, we're doing the presentation. And then like underneath the different parts of the rubric, it breaks it down. Like if he's doing presentation, underneath presentation, it will say eye contact, clear voice, talking in a conversational turn versus just reading from the PowerPoint. And then under the project itself, it will be broken down into three sections of the rubric, like presentation, the model, and research papers. So there'll be three topics and then underneath each topic, it will break it down even more. Like underneath the model, like did he take a lot of time or did he just draw it on a piece of paper? Or is it three-dimensional, you know? And so there's different levels within to get the full points leading up to 100 points. So the other day we were at dinner, I think I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but if this is your first time listening, Grady's 11 at the time of this recording and he is taking in a huge, huge love of golf all of a sudden. Not all of a sudden, it's probably been since last summer. And so he's really just kind of taken the sport and fallen in love with it. And he's looking to me when we first started going to the driving range of how to golf. And I'm like, I don't know. I, don't know. I know how to mini golf, but that's about it. You got to ask your father. David's the golfer. I don't know how to golf. And he'd hit the ball. And he's like, is that how you're supposed to do it? I'm like, I don't know. It looks good. And then he'd whiff it. And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, what did I do wrong? I'm like, I don't know. How am I supposed to help you? So I'm just sitting there with my finger up my nose, not really able to help him. And so I thought, hmm, I can't really play base. I mean, I could play baseball with him, but I can't coach the baseball team. David's doing that. That'd be awkward if we were both out there. I mean, I guess we could, but that's not really my skill set. So I thought, hmm, let me start taking golf lessons. So number one, I can help him when he needs help. And number two, so I can have something that we can do together outside of the normal things that we do together. Because as they get older, you have to get a little bit more creative because think about it, when they're younger, you're in charge of all of their social, their whole social calendar. They wake up, you tell them where they're going to go and what play dates are going on and where what we're going to be doing and how long we're going to be there and then as they get older they start to have more interests and things that they want to do and you're like oh wait this is a lot harder so then it's more of a shared experience where they're giving ideas of things they want to do well when he wants to go play golf you know I can get him a bucket of balls but then I'm just kind of sitting there watching him hit a bucket of balls and not really participating so I thought let me get lessons so I can hit a bucket of balls with them and it would be something we can do to bond together and he thinks we're just golfing but I'm actually doing it in a way to spend time with them kind of like Lily with volleyball or Lily with Starbucks Lily loves Starbucks, so I love going to Starbucks because Lily loves going to Starbucks. Or things that she's interested in, I want to be interested in. So it's a way to bond and connect with them. And then also, I'm learning something, and then I'm connecting with them on something that they're interested in. So then when I have something that I'm interested in, like, go brush your teeth, they're more open to it. So I've been taking golf lessons. And... It started off a little shaky, I'm not going to lie, but our coach is the same coach. So Grady will have his lesson for an hour, like the junior lesson, and then he'll have the adult lesson for the next hour. So Grady's watching me and he's eyeing me 
coming up. He's pretty much the assistant coach. Because he's so much younger, he's picked up the sport so much faster because he doesn't have, you know, 47 years of me playing tennis and me playing softball and all my years of soccer and all those bad habits and me when I used to try to play golf. I have so many bad habits that I have to break and then learn the sport where he just starts because he's blank slate, he's younger, and he just learns the sport so much easier. Just like if we were both to take a Spanish class, he's going to learn Spanish so much easier because number one, he's not going to get in his head. He doesn't have any habits. His brain's still developing and growing. So the same thing works with golf, still growing and developing. He doesn't have any bad habits. He's not really in his head, so to speak. I miss the ball. I'm like, oh my golly, what in the world? So the other day we're at dinner, David hasn't really seen how I've been doing. And so he says, how's mom doing at golf anyway? And then Grady says, well, she's about intermediate minus. And I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a rubric. I didn't know that there's a grading scale. He's like, yeah, I just made up this rubric. There's five levels. I'm like, wow, there's five levels to the rubric. He said, yeah, it's, um, beginner minus beginner, beginner plus. I'm like, oh, is that where I started? He's like, yeah, when you were whiffing it, you were beginner minus. I was like, yeah, I get that. He goes, and then the next stage is intermediate minus intermediate intermediate, intermediate plus. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. He's like, you're right between intermediate minus and intermediate, intermediate. And I think you're getting pretty close to intermediate plus, but you're not quite there yet. And then I said, oh, really? What's after that? What am I, what am I striving for? And he says, well, then it's advanced minus advanced and advanced plus. And I was like, okay, you go boy. And then what's the next level? He said, well, that one is pro minus pro and pro plus. Like, the golf pro. I'm like, okay, yeah, I probably won't ever get there, but that's okay. And I said, you know, and he's like, and I can't think of what I want to call the fifth one. I'm like, I got a really good idea. Why don't we call it the green jacket? If you know golf, the ultimate goal in golf is to win the green jacket at the Masters. That is like Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, all the names. You get the green jacket and it's like you have arrived. So we made it green jacket minus, green jacket, green jacket plus. Okay. So I was thinking about this and this is what conscious parenting is all about or keeping your house organized or having a relationship with your spouse or with your kids or the relationship with yourself. There is no finish line. There's always, this is always a journey and not a destination. I say that over and over and over because just when you feel like you've mastered it and you're the green jacket, your kids are going to grow up and then the things that you were struggling with before are going to be a lot easier and then you're just going to have a different challenge. And that's why when you know the basics of conscious parenting and how to hold the space, and the four steps of the tantrum, no matter what age and stage that they're at, you're still going to use the same strategies no matter what their age is because it's plug and play. Just like with golf, if I were to play a 18-hole golf course, I'm going to use the same basics that I am learning when I'm hitting at the driving range or when I'm at a lesson. I'm going to use those same basics that I'm learning from Victor no matter what golf course I go on. And so this kind of gives you a little bit of grace and it kind of takes you off the hook a little bit that you don't have to reach the green jacket in parenting. And that's why B-minus parenting and the strainer parenting is so freeing for so many of us We can strive for green jacket, but when we know that that's not really the goal is to get to green jacket, then when we whiff it or we miss it or we duff it or we shank it or it goes in a direction that we weren't planning, the golf ball, it's not really a big deal because we're going towards the green jacket, but we're going to spend our whole life trying to get to the green jacket, but we don't have any destination addiction that we think that once we get to the green jacket, something's going to be better or it's going to be easier. It's going to be lighter. It's still going to be 50-50 no matter what age and stage that we're at with our children and our marriage and just life in general. And then when we have that knowledge, that green jacket isn't really the goal, then we can kind of just like, whoo, kind of take a little breath that this is 
all about the journey and not about the destination, that the prize is in the process, that the strength is built in the struggle. All those one-liners are really helpful because then you can just kind of settle into it and you're not wishing your kid's childhood away, hoping they get to the next stage, whether it's walking, whether it's crawling, whether it's talking, whether it's potty train, whether it's getting finally to kindergarten or getting to high school or about being able to drive so they have independence. We're not wishing that away or hoping that it will be easier, we know that at every stage it's 50-50. So you're going to create your own rubric of parenting and you get to be the grader and the recipient of that rubric and of that grade. And the only thing that you are going to put on there is your side of the street, how you show up, how you interact. What are the ages and stages? What is a good mom? What is a good dad? And just like Grady completely made it up, you get to completely make up your own parenting rubric because no one, nowhere has a parenting rubric because that is an individual decision based on what's important to you and your family. Because you're a grown adult now and you get to make the rules. You get to make the rubric. You get to make the report card. And you're also the person who gets to fill out the rubric, gets to fill out the report card. And we're not using our kids as a pawn for our worthiness and our value. We're using our own rubric and our own great report card to measure how we are showing up and our side of the street. We're not looking at our kids' grades, our kids' sports, our kids' behavior, our kids' rooms, our kids' attitude, our kids' XYZ to measure how we are showing up in this parent-child relationship. We are only going to focus on our side of the street and how we are showing up. And that's where you get true freedom because you're creating the rubric, you're creating the rules, so to speak. You don't even have to share this with your kids. It's something that you start to create integrity with yourself and also you create a situation where you want to blow your own mind and impress yourself, not from a place of like, look at me, of like almost like high-fiving yourself of like, look how I showed up to hold that tantrum. And so when you have this measurable way of showing what a great job you're doing and focusing on what you're doing right, you will find that your focus and your spotlight, so to speak, will not be on your children or spouse or your house. It'll be directly onto you And you know that you're a child from God and you're a beautiful soul having a human experience. And so from that place, you know that none of this really has anything to do with you. And you can see your life almost like the helicopter floating over your own life and watching from the outside in. And then you are the greater too. And when you do this, you get some of your power back. Because a lot of us give a lot of our power to our kids and we think that If they would just do X, Y, Z, if they would just get straight A's or if they would just hit all the home runs or they would just score all the goals or if they would just have a better attitude or if they would just have a cleaner room, if they blank, then we would feel blank. And when you give all the emotional responsibility to a child, I can promise on a stack of Bibles, 10 out of 10 times you will lose because they can't handle that responsibility, nor do they know what to do with it if they did have that responsibility. So make your own rubric. It's not something you have to share. It's almost like a level of integrity that you have with yourself. And then every day and every minute and every hour that you keep that level of integrity, you will create this self-esteem and this sense of self-efficacy about the parenting journey and the parent that you're becoming the parent that you want to be. And you can have it on a five-level scale, kind of like Grady did with my golf. And you can have the green jacket as the end-all, be-all utopia 
but you know that you don't ever want to get to that. And it kind of lets you settle into like, oh, I don't have to do all the things. You get to choose what's on the report card. You get to choose what's important. You get to show yourself what's important. And in turn, you show your kids what's important. But it's not a conversation you have to have with them. It's a conversation you have with yourself. And you can catch yourself being conscious before the situation. And then during, you'll see yourself being conscious. And then you can kind of celebrate yourself afterwards being conscious. And then when you're not, there's this certain grace that you're going to give yourself. Just like if I miss the ball or I shank it or I whiff it or I want it to be an upward ball with a huge arc and then it just becomes like a line drive and skedaddles all over the grass before it's supposed to, then everything's NBD, no big deal, because that's just part of the golf game, so to speak. And that's part of the parenting game is that we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. But the difference is that we aren't a mess up and we aren't a mistake. And so when your kids mess up and they make a mistake, they will know that that's part of the human experience, that they're not a bad kid, that they messed up or made a mistake, but they're not a mess up and they're not a mistake. And there's a big difference between that. And when you can model that for them first, you will project that onto them and then they will feel that, become that, and then pass it on to the things that they're doing in their life, whether it's sports, school, their room, their attitude, all those things. It becomes something that absorbs into who they are, and then they become that because they believe it about themselves. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting boot camp where we take all of this to the next level And we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.